In over 10 years of going to shows, I've met some really interesting people along the way. Folkies, metalheads, old school punks, sweetheart singer-songwriters, and everyone in between. I figured now was as good a time as ever for me to share their stories. Conversations about music where no genre and no topic is off-limits. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. Hi everyone, it's David James Young here. Welcome back to All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Hope you're all doing well. Not too much to report on this week. Thanks to everyone that's been checking it out the last few weeks and uh, getting on board. And uh, thanks to the bands for sharing uh, the new episodes uh, when they come up on their respective pages as well. And, uh, yeah, big thanks to everyone that I got to see and hang out with and interview in Newcastle while I was there this weekend past. A few more details regarding Newcastle Month. Uh, That's going to be happening throughout May. I've got four interviews coming up. First up is going to be Adeline Pines and Kevin's dude, Mr. Jack Lundy. Following that is going to be Jamie Hay and Liam White. Following that is Benjamin Lautert, a.k.a. Diz, who you know as the lead singer of Safe Hands. And finally, the last entrant (laughs) in Newcastle Month is the one and only Jen Buxton. Really, really, really happy with how all these interviews turned out. Keep an eye out for all of those coming up. In the month of May, which is now designated Newcastle Month. Hooray! On to the plugs for this week. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is Thursday, April the 9th. Now, there's a few different things going on in various parts of New South Wales. At the Oxford Art Factory Gallery Bar, so not the main room, the gallery bar, uh, Super Best Friends out of Canberra. They are launching their debut album, which is called Status Updates, and they are being joined by the excellent Foam, who are a grunge band from Perth that are well worth checking out, as well as uh, locals... Richie Bantam and Band in Texas. Yes, Band in Texas aren't from Texas. They're from Sydney. Who'd have thunk it? False advertising, right? In Wollongong, if you're in Wollongong, head over to the Unibar and check out the wonderful Beards. They will be launching their latest single, Stroke in My Beard, and they'll be joined by Thomas Covenant, who are... Absolute champions, love those kids, and really glad to see that they are still kicking around. And if you are in Newcastle, I strongly recommend getting to the small ballroom where you can see the aforementioned Jen Buxton with her backing band, The Slaughterhouse Five, uh, opening for the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Frank Turner. He'll be also joined by John Snodgrass from Drag the River. Uh, This is his first time out here in Australia, so... Yeah, you will only be doing yourself a disservice if you miss out on that shit. Also on Saturday, Frank will be doing a set at the Metro Theatre in Sydney with Isaac Graham. And Super Best Friends, uh, meanwhile, will be playing a set at Rad Bar in Wollongong. So if you can't 
catch them there, you can catch them there, etc. So there's a few tours that are coming through town this week. A couple of one-off shows as well, such as on Friday night. If you are in the Redfern area, get over to the Chippendale Hotel. Downstairs at the Chippendale is going to be a headlining set from Tanned Christ, who are working on their debut album at the moment. That should be out hopefully by the second half of the year. And they're going to be joined by a returning massive bicep. On Saturday afternoon in Sydney, uh, in the north of Sydney, in Chatswood at the Youth Centre, Perspectives are going to be playing an afternoon show with Dear Seattle, part of a headlining tour that Perspectives are doing at the moment. Those guys are back in action and we'll hopefully have some new stuff from them real soon. Uh, Also that evening, a very, very special show happening at Blackwire Records. Mowgli will be playing and it is going to be the last set for their guitarist Curtis who is sadly uh, departing the band. Thankfully, they're sending him off in style, and they've gotten together a fantastic lineup. Corpus, Fat Guy Wears Mystic Wolf Shirt, Survivals, and Ceylon Ceylon, who are from WA as well, uh, much like Foam. So, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of WA folk over on the East Coast over the next few days. So please make them feel welcome. Make sure that they know that the trip over was worth it. And if you can't make the Blackwire show on Saturday, much like myself, I'm double booked. Frank Turner got in first, you know, first in, best dressed. You know what they say. Anyway, uh, Ceylon Ceylon will also be playing a headlining show with Mowgli at Radbar in Wollongong on the 15th. And that's with Treehouses and Jacob. I'm pretty sure they're doing a couple of other shows around the place as well. So just hit up Ceylon Ceylon on Facebook for more information regarding their East Coast jaunt. Today on the podcast, we have Nathan, Martin, and Marnie Vaughan, together known as Hannah Band. These two have been all over the joint, they've played in noise bands, in grindcore bands, in sludge bands, in pop bands, in all kinds of weird and crazy shit, but uh, they have made their name as a little two-piece that could. In December, they put out an album called Retirement, which was absolutely wonderful. It ended up being one of my favorite records of the year, and it's one that has absolutely catapulted them into the right kind of attention. They've gotten featured on FBI Radio and had their music featured in The Guardian Online, which is absolutely awesome for them. And every time I see them play, there's always a few more people that I hadn't seen previously. They know all the words, and it is so, so cool to see. Their profile is just expanding and expanding and expanding, and there is nothing that we mere mortals can do about it. We recorded this just after the uh, Kissing Booth show, actually. So uh, I managed to get two episodes out the back of Bird Rib, which does indeed mean that there are goddamn planes flying over in my goddamn podcast for the third goddamn time. This is what happens when you're recording in the inner west, my friends. (laughs) You just gotta learn to deal with it. I'm pretty sure it comes up in two of my upcoming episodes as well, so uh, 
keep an ear out for it, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's get into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Band. David James Young and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I would like to introduce you to my friends, Hannah Band. Hi. 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 Introduce yourself, kids. I'm Marnie. I'm Nathan. And I'm Hannah. <laughs> she's, she's just Marnie. <laughs> you can be whoever you want yeah. to be. I think if this podcast teaches kids anything, yeah. it's that you can be whoever you want to be. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. We are once again in the lush surrounds of uh, Sydenham slash Tempe. We are here at... Uh, at the back of Bird Rib, where uh, Hannah Band have just been rocking a show. Yep. It, was a, it was a lovely afternoon, wasn't it? It was a very nice time. Yeah. Good Played times all around, really. Yeah. Quieter set today. That was our Sunday set. Sunday yeah. set, yeah. That's a that's the second time in so many weeks that you've done a Sunday set. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's weird to, to go from, you know, your normal selves to, to kind of stripping it back a little bit yeah I think that's what we wanted to do make it a bit more versatile yeah so if we were playing regularly which we are at the moment we can sort of mix it up so it's probably the only benefit of having like two records and loud angry songs than not (laughs) as loud or angry songs (laughs) and you know making the making the angry songs into not so angry songs yeah that's 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 fun fun. fun. (laughs) they start not angry they start they start start acoustically in a bedroom so it's easy to take them back to that point as well yeah of course now uh i can't even recall the first time that we collectively met but the first time i saw hannah band actually you weren't actually there Oh, yes. So, yeah, you yeah. guys were opening for the Smith Street Band, and yep. uh, you were playing as a three-piece, if yes. I recall correctly. That was with Erin, yeah. my partner. He's, she sort of filled in on Marnie's vocal vocals, mm-hmm. and my friend, our friend, Evan from Sad Faces slash Bear Grylls slash every other good band from Newcastle ever. He's um, the, yeah, the best drummer that I would want to replace me. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. He just listened to the album a few times and then just sort of winged it and sort of was okay yeah. <laughs> that must be a great compliment to you to know that you have to get yeah, two people yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only replaced by one person <laughs> let's start with you Nathan um, you grew up on the central coast yep what inspired you to kind of start playing and, and getting into music like who were you who were you guys back in the day um I think back in the day, the main reason I started playing music was my brother got a bass guitar for Christmas. and Older or younger? Younger. Okay. And he, like, picked it up really easy, and he was getting all this, like, love and attention, and I was like, I want, I want some of that. I want love and yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of got tired of it over about six months, and then I just got further into music. But I guess, like, bands I loved growing up, probably probably still my favourite band against me, like, yeah, yeah. easily. Just honest, direct, aggressive, but melodic. Were you a and you were a punk kid in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a mohawk, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> more, yeah, more like Fat Records punk. Oh, you know, yes, wallet of chain, um, baggier shorts. Um, yeah, I still checkered, love all the checkered shorts, of course. Oh, I had checkered shoes, of course. <laughs> I mean, you gotta... Checkered shorts and checkered yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's the winning combination right there. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? Well, I had a crush on Hanson, Zach. Uh, Zach, Zach, Zach was, yeah, really. <laughs> I was, so I was I more into Taylor personally. Yeah, well, I like Zach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I wanted to play the drums. And for many, many years, I hassled my parents. They gave me a guitar. I was like, no, I want to play the drums. They lent me a bass. Like, no, I want to play the drums. And then finally, I got a drum kit. How old were you at that point? <laughs> 
Oh, like 15, I think. Yeah, nice. Pretty good. Yeah, and then um, I play in a band. I'm also from the Central Coast. Yeah, right. Um, with Nathan's bandmate's cousin. Oh, okay. And we had an Atari's cover, and Nathan's band had an Atari's cover, and yeah. we used to argue about who's Atari's uh, were cover they, was. Were they, different, yeah. were they different songs? No, the same song. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like of all the songs in the Atari's discography. Yeah, it was, we were quite competitive. Yeah. yeah. It's quite haphazard that we ended up being friends. Yeah. All right, let's settle it once and for all. Who did the better one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marty just raised their hand for the record. Yeah, no, Marty's was probably better. Like, it was all-female band, they sort of reinterpreted it. We just played it and it sounded like the Ataris. Yeah. So I think on a, like, a artistic level, it was cleverer. Yeah, yeah. sure. And, uh, yeah. yeah, what inspired you to get into playing Apart From Hands? Like, what, what, <laughs> yeah. was, what stuff were well, you listening to growing up? Well, after that, like, I kind of... I got invited to... No, I was playing in Anal Discharge, which is the band Lucky with Nathan <laughs> and my brother. Yeah. And my brother kicked me out of the band oh, at a particular whoa, gig. Whoa, 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 Let's back this up for <laughs> yeah. a second. That is one of the harshest things <laughs> a family member could ever do. Yeah. It was pretty harsh. Okay, I, I need to know the story <laughs> about this one. Well... We had a big fight, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't no. talk to him for a while. We're, we're, it's all Is fine this now. your older or younger? Older brother. Okay, right. But on that particular day, um, there was a band called Crab Smasher that were playing at this youth festival that I was meant to be playing at. Right. And they were like, oh, that's horrible. You should play in our band. Our drummer just quit. And I was like, oh, okay, when are you playing? Oh, we're playing at like 5.30. He's like, oh, Nathan's band's playing at 5.20. I'll just go watch one of them, and then I'll come over and improvise and join your band. And I'm still in this band to this day. <laughs> and... Um, Nathan joined the band later um, and then that really got me into sort of listening to different music and listening to music in a different way yeah like right playing improvised yeah was, yeah kind of got me out there to yeah think about things a bit differently yeah so I was talking uh, in a, a, a few weeks ago I was talking to Chris Kearns from Faco was Mystic Wolf Shirt yep. about uh, yeah kind of growing up on the central coast and uh, kind of finding his feet in the scene there like uh, how was it for you guys I guess because you're slightly younger you would have come up at a different time to him yeah absolutely like it was we sort of our friends and the bands we knew were just like out of necessity like there was no one else playing that sort of music so you sort of had a really good core group of people who liked the same thing and you still sort of are on the outside. You come to Sydney and play shows and you're all the coast band. So it still kind of feels like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it was nice that, like, well, after we stopped hating each other, we had a really good friend group that would, yeah, all play in each other's bands and all play the same shows. And Matt has less talk, like, that record label that yes, we're yes. on. Um, and so, like, it kind of made, like, a bit of a community down there. And we do, like, shows in the park and shows at houses and yeah it was nice like, I think we kind of steered away from playing venues on the yeah. coast which I think made it was kind it of a, fruitless yeah better experience yeah sure <laughs> okay so Nathan talk us through your first band first band uh, pop punk band they were called Good For Good Nothing Good For Nothing Good For Nothing yeah. and we'll very Marty like, Stoke yeah. <laughs> make my bed shot it's not clean yeah, my room shot it's not yeah it was like it was a very like Blink 182 s kind of thing. Yeah, right. And uh, but like they were a lot more into Blink, and I was like getting into different sorts of punk rock and sort of like trying to change it because it was like dual vocal sort of thing. So I'd okay. have my songs that were sort of gravitating towards this grittier, dirtier. Yeah, I was yelling more, and they were sort of getting more like new Blink or something like that. So we sort of stopped after a while. But yeah, right. It was a lot of fun. I perfected the pop punk jump, so yeah. I haven't had to use it. I don't have time in Hannah Ben. It's too much singing. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, next time, make time. Yeah, just extend apart for a little next longer. Yeah, we'll I just, pop, I just pop. want a, just want a moment. Where it's just, boom, yeah. just up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Marnie? My first name was called Made by Mattel. 
Oh wow, yeah. nice. Was an and you were playing drums in that? Yeah, all girls covers band. You did Super Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh wow, a lot of Super Jesus actually. <laughs> they did the Atari's cover. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, Avril. Lavigne. All, 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 shit. all the Skater big ones. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Complicated as well. Just all the hits. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. God, that would have been next level. Yeah, so I went from that to playing noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what sparked that change? Was it your brother? So that was that gig I told yeah, you Yeah, right, yeah. The, the noise band. That's that so bizarre. Yeah, it was kind of strange. And then <laughs> from there, yeah, playing Hannah, there was a couple of different... Oh, Vitus, it was like a stoner rock band. And <laughs> yeah. Origami Girls. You should keep tallies too of how many bands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, for the record, Nathan has just lifted up his arm and he has, uh, what's that, 10? Yeah, I need to add three more. So you've been in 10 bands. Yeah. 13 currently. (laughs) All activists to to now. I haven't counted. I I only count them if they've had a physical release as well. If it's just a jam or like something where like we started and sort of falls apart or. Yeah. It has to. I need to be able to touch it in my hands. Fair point. To get a. Talent. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you guys been in Sydney now? I've been down exactly two years. Yeah, so right. Like before that, I was coming down. Uh, Marnie and I were both playing in Sweet Teeth together, and we did that for probably three years. And um, we're playing, you know, a few times a week. So I was down here most of the time. Right. So okay. It feels like I've been here a lot longer. I've been here for ten. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I basically lived in Marnie's floor for <laughs> five, five to seven years. You had your own bed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> Uh, so talk us through that band. Um, was that the first time you guys had played together? No, we played together in uh, Crab Smasher, and that's yeah. where we sort of like, I guess, developed our musical uh, chemistry. Not chemistry. That's a bit of a, I don't like that word, but um, <laughs> that's like how the, we learn how to play. Yeah, like sort yeah. of to nod and sort of improvise off one another. So it was that sort of extended. And Sweet Teeth was a very satirical kind of bratty. Because I played in a folk band before that, and it was very pretty and sincere. And I got really over it. And I wanted to do something abrasive and. Wow, yeah. So I sort of backflipped, and then I guess like Hanaban is a combination of the, the folk sincerity but with aggression from the last band. Wow, so okay. It's a mix. I sort yeah. of found the middle ground. It's like, oh, I want to play pretty music, I don't want to be punk anymore. And then I was like, no, I really want to be the most abrasive person. And then, yeah, halfway now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, tell me a bit about Crab Smasher. Uh, Crab Smasher's of... great. I love <laughs> yeah. Crab Smasher. Yeah, it's like... a lot of fun. Like, so um, it's still going to this day? Yeah, yeah, I haven't right. played with them for a few years, but like the office is still on the table. I just sort of like sort of at one point I was too busy to be doing it. And, yeah, fair enough. Um, so they, we play like twice a year, yeah, kind of thing, and it's nice because it's been around for ten or eleven yeah, years now, I think, and um, it's gone through a lot of different stages. We had like twenty albums or something ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> when I was playing in it, it was more like. Um, I guess poppier because I was playing yeah, bass guitar and we had was, two drummers it was Marnie and yeah Marnie and another drummer Jeff uh, and I and we'd sort of do these driving long rhythms and then the other two guys the core members of the band would sort of clash out and do it was more digestible I guess, I guess like in a contemporary sense but um, but yeah it's go, they did, the band's just gone through so many errors it's quite interesting yeah it really sounds like you guys have never played in the same band twice you know like you yeah. always Expanding yeah. and trying, trying different things. Yeah, like, absolutely. I think that would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think has in, in, inspired that? Is it, is it just like reflection on constantly changing as people? Or? Yeah, I, I, like um, I think reinvention is important. Like I think I'm the same with relationships. Like I'll never date the same guy twice. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> a good, fair call. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. If you try something, it doesn't work. Try something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also like, like we like a lot of music, so it's not like. Um, 
you know, my favorite band's Hot Water Music. So I'm going to make a Hot Water Music band, and when they break up, I'm going to start a band that sounds like Hot Water Music. <laughs> like, you know, I... It's like, you've already done that. Yeah, some, I feel like there's a lot of people who do do that, and sometimes it's... I don't know, it's just, that's just not for me. Is it, a, is it a chance, like, I guess, now that you've, you've got those various outlets, is it a chance for you to get something out or something creatively out that you couldn't do in a, in a different environment? Yeah, absolutely. It's really good. Like, I'm playing in three or four bands at the moment and it's yeah. it's really good because I, I write constantly and like it's very obvious when I'm we're, we're working on songs together as Hannah Band it's like Marnie's like this is this is a bell up song yeah this is a bell up song this is a, this is a sad face it's a good song it's a sad face it sounds like so you have to step in and be like hang on we can't do this <laughs> yeah well like well, like, or, like yeah. we know what works best for us yeah. as well like we, it's pretty uh, black and white it's because it's two piece it's minimal so it either works really quickly and sort of has clicks mm. or, you know, it's just a, a B-side or a song for another band or just, yeah, right. just an idea that wasn't fitting. What kind of sparked the idea of just like, okay, we've played in bands with, with other people all this time, let's just break it down to the two of us and see what happens? I guess we wanted to make a band that could last. Yeah. Right. After yeah. Sweet Teeth was a lot of drama. Oh, really? And it was a bit of a roller coaster and It was just like... What kind of stuff? Like, oh, what like... I wouldn't want to go into yeah. it because it's like the people are still our friends and stuff. Sure, yeah. just like a d- four very different people. I shouldn't have dated them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. wait, all of them? No. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never date you, Marnie. Oh, gross. Gross. Yeah, like gross. That's where cooties come yeah, from. Yeah, you're like my sister best friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was dramatic. And, and we wanted, like, to, yeah, we wanted to make a band that can last. Like we can do this when we're grown ups. We can do this like no Some, matter if we have full time jobs or our lives take us different ways. Like we can still like come back to something that we love and keep doing it throughout yeah. our lives. Yeah, it's minimal and, like, I don't know, the irony of, like, downsizing because you want it to be more simple. You end up playing music that's a lot more direct and pure because there's less cooks in the kitchen, etc. Right, yeah. And I also realised halfway, after we made the first Hannah Band record, I'm like, oh, my God, this sounds like the music I actually listen to non-stop. Like, yeah. I sort of accidentally made, we made a record that sounds like my, like my favourite sort of music. Sure. Which I think, like, wasn't, uh, wasn't really intending to, but then I was like, oh, what do I actually listen to a lot? It's like, oh, stuff like that. Yeah. And it sort of just happened quite organically, but, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. I think it's my favourite part about the band. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, how simple it is. Can you guys remember the first time that you actually played together? It was probably Pits. At the Pits? Yeah. Oh, you mean, like, as Hannah Band or just in general? Well, l- l- okay, let's go back to the very beginning. The first time you actually played a show, like, in the same band. The two of you probably grab smash all. Did we play together in anal discharge? Yeah, I think. I yeah, think probably. Had a jam under in your my, house. Yeah, yeah. Under, under I, I've got to know house. about anal discharge. That's <laughs> that, that's too <laughs> extreme a name to be dropping casually. Okay, so my brother one day at breakfast was like, "Marty, we're gonna start a band. No one's gonna know how to play their instruments, but you. You can play the drums, and we'll just like play really loudly and sing really like obnoxious songs about being sexist and racist, but it's ironic." Right. Yeah, it was, it's definitely of its time. <laughs> Man, this guy had a game plan. Yeah, yeah, this no. Is, this is great. Um, and yeah, he's like, yeah, I want it to be a mix of anal cunt and discharge, so it's anal discharge. So genius. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was probably the first time, but that was quite short lived. And then Crab Smasher and then Sweet Teeth, then kind of end. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of history. Yeah. It, 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 it's such a short period of time. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that's a, that's ridiculous. I, I love that idea of just clicking instantly and just going, all right, 
this is what we're going to do. Like, some bands just form and they're just like, oh, you know, we'll just do whatever. It's just like, that was a clear game for us. Straight up. The guy's like a business corp lord, so he always got a mission statement. I can't imagine Hannaban had a had a mission statement. No, it was more like, I. We did sit down, we're like, we're like, okay, what don't we want? What do we want? It was more of a like. Yeah, it was more just like. I know. <laughs> After Sweet Teeth, we sort of stopped playing for a while, and sort of I didn't want to play music for a while. And oh, really? Neither of us did. We sort of yeah, it ended badly. So there was like a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just like I wrote a bunch of songs. Then I was like, oh, they're not solo songs. They're not. And I was like, oh, money. Let's just try them out. And it just sort of clicked. And it's like, yeah, we sort of started playing music because we, uh, I guess, needed to more like as an outlet yeah. or like missing it. And it was kind of nice to have that break and then come back and actually have a bit more hunger than sort of treating it as like a party throwaway mm. kind of thing. Was it legitimately a point though when you didn't want to ever play music again? Or? Yeah, after the after Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like wow. moved home. Yeah, I like, moved back to the coast. I, yeah, I was I quit my con- job. considering selling everything and Yeah. I was just like, oh, pretty horrible. Yeah. But like I don't know the best part is like since doing this I've been enjoying music more than I ever have in my life. Yeah. So how long were you guys quote unquote out of the game? Oh, it wasn't that long. It was probably Two months. Yeah, yeah. three months, four months. <laughs> <laughs> felt like an eternity. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like I felt so like because I hadn't lived out of Sydney and I was like living back on the coast with my parents and I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what's kind of sparked the move? Like when you, when you guys first moved down, like was it a matter of just like I guess outgrowing the scene that you were in and thinking there was you know grass was greener on the other side? Oh, it was green. And it is green. No, oh, I think it is. We're surrounded by beautiful green grass. It for was, fuck's sake. It was. Con- yeah. I think it was convenient for me. It's like I'm spending so much time there. Uh, all my friends are there now. Like there's sort of nothing left for me on the coast. So it was just like a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to... Oh, the f- I was talking about the scene move. I was like, uh, yeah, the sweet tea scene, like, uh, this grass is greener. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, yeah, nicer, nicer people in <laughs> our <laughs> current scene. People yeah. that would come and go, oh, I saw, like, 30 seconds of the song, and then, uh, walk away. It's like, it was pretty disheartening. A bit more oh. genuine. Yeah, so uh, I guess the type of like assholes. Yeah, I guess it's the type of music, though, too. You play music and you're pretending to be an asshole, you're going to get assholes at your gig. Oh, right. Because yeah. like, you know, they're very... not pretending. Yeah, exactly. Like the, yeah, it was very satirical, and I sort of like lost interest in satire because I don't think it's a very effective form of um, commentary because you end up just becoming what you're making fun of. Yeah, for sure. So let's move now to the first Hannah Band show. You, you said it was at the Pits? Mm. Oh, that's our first, our first Our first Hannah Band show was in Newcastle at a house show with Michael Crafter. Oh, wow. Yeah, those Crafter guys have been around forever. You guys obviously would have... Hey! Uh, yeah. Marty's wearing a Michael Crafter shirt as we speak, so <laughs> shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, like, you guys must have been in quite similar circles. Yeah, well, that's well, this... my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Guy from yeah, 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 yeah. He's my best friend, her brother. We've just sort of always been around them. Oh, yeah, it's, just, it's quite fun, though, too. We play varied bills because play everyone shows. plays their own sort of music. Yeah. And, but it's not, I don't know, it's not like, oh, you can't be here. It's still quite inclusive, which is kind of cool. Is that important to you guys, playing as many different shows as you can? Yeah. Like, yeah, going definitely. from, like, a grindcore show to, like, playing with Smith Street Band? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, like, stuff like that. I don't know, I've always liked being the odd band on the bill or something, like, either the, the poppiest band on the punk bill or, you know, the heaviest band on the indie pop bill and kind yeah. of being polarising in that sense and people either really like connect with it or don't at all I'd rather be doing that than be on a bill where four bands sound exactly the same yeah uh, what was the first time you guys uh, went interstate to play um, with Hannah Band or oh, at all um, 
Crap Smasher toured a lot. Yeah, we, yeah, right. we had some awesome tours. I remember this one Melbourne tour. We played like five shows in four days. Or Holy shit! It was lots yeah. of fun. It was intense. That's wild. Well, we're going to what kind of places were you guys playing back then? Well, like, ooh, like warehouses and parks and houses. Tiny and, cinemas. Yeah, like <laughs> cinemas. It was, really, it was really interesting. Yeah. Was yeah, it like projecting onto you guys? Yeah, it was weird. Like, oh wow! Avant garde films and you know, it was very, very art. Yeah, <laughs> they were really fun tours. And then like we toured Southeast Asia with Sweet Tea, which was oh amazing. wow. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been incredible. Yeah, it was very uh, eye-opening and also like amazing. Just they actually just love music. Like it's so direct. They are only there to see music and they research and they come and they know every word to your songs. Like, it's not like Sydney where people are kind of like, arms folded, they're clapping, having a nice time, but they're just like interacting on a different level. Yeah, right. And it's, um, yeah, it's, I would recommend it to anyone who could organise it or have the money or stamina to do it, to do it. So how did, how did that kind of come about? Were you like offered shows or uh, well, like, did you just sort um, it out yourselves? Matt from Minecrafter. Yep. Uh, he he'd already been over and done a tour there, so he already had connections and sort of. He booked the, it all. Yeah, he booked it all. <laughs> but like he also yeah spends a lot more time over there and has like yeah contacts. Yeah, we're gonna go back. Yeah, hopefully. we're gonna go back hopefully at the end of this year. Oh yeah. wow, fantastic! Will that be your first time as Hanavan? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Looking forward to see some old friends and play some uh, more honest music. Yeah, yeah, we're only there for like a week. Well, oh, we're there for three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. but like a week in Borneo. Weekend, yeah, but yeah, we made some like really great friends that I'm still in contact with, and it's really nice. Yeah, oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to yeah have it like I guess that that's the power of music, isn't it? That yeah. it can translate in somewhere, you know, being a, a stranger in a strange land, yeah. really, and uh, um, and people coming along and yeah, making you feel at home. Like yeah, it's, well, they like have such a, a such a good supportive DIY and or punk scene because. I don't know, they have a great counterculture just mm. in general just because, you know, there's undesirable things sometimes happening in their country and it, it just yeah. it does breed this kind of really passionate underground. Yeah. Which is, um, I know, it's quite, it's good. I wish, you know, Sydney was a bit more, I don't know, focused or, I don't know, You're sort okay. of backed up what they spoke about well, a bit more. it's a young scene and I think it's yeah. always going to be different when it's, like, it's new, you know. Like, they don't learn music in high school. Like, for them to play music, they have to borrow their friend's guitar. Yeah. Right, yeah, kinda, yeah, sure. They're yeah. like, yeah. So it's, it's very different. And there's not many girls. Like, it's, like, the, it's very Muslim and... Yeah, in, just, in yeah. parts, yeah. Yeah. Was that was that important for you in particular to, to kind of... Well, yeah, I'm not much of a feminist in Australia, but being over there, I felt like a bit of a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that uh, one place we went that we never had any like uh, like we first sort of like western band over there and they were sort of like it was quite confronting in in a good I can way imagine yeah. yeah like you know um, like but yeah like Aaron and I sat down like Nathan's girlfriend came um, at the merch table and there was like literally like 50 Indonesian guys just all sitting around like staring at us. It was really intimidating and strange. Oh, fuck, it's like I it's not imagine, like yeah. I don't know, like maybe I shouldn't be here. Like I had a beer and I was like, I shouldn't have a beer, like that's not okay. Like just learning the etiquette. Yeah, and, it's like it was a very like you had to like, learn really quickly yeah. like what was okay and what wasn't, which was kinda of good. Yeah. It made you sort of a bit like res- I came back and it was I feel like a lot more uh, trying to be more aware of what's happening and yeah, respecting right. other spaces and people a lot more. You've mentioned touring a lot with your with your previous bands. Is it 
I guess with with Hanavan now, is it a matter of kind of touring on your own terms and deciding when and where you go and for what reasons? Yeah, yeah. We've been grown ups now. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, we want to tour more this year. That's the plan. So as soon as we get our records, we're gonna do a lot more touring. I've been um, yeah, hopefully go over Southeast Asia, and I've been speaking about doing a New Zealand tour with a friend, and yeah, lots of fun things. Go to Melbourne. Go to Melbourne in two weeks. Oh yeah. Oh, that'll be fantastic! Yeah. yeah, I'm playing six shows that weekend. <laughs> you? Hold, okay, okay, talk us through that. I, I need to know about this. Oh, it's two burlap shows. Okay, two Hannah Band shows. Yep, one Jackal show and one solo show. Wow, yeah. three days. Now, Jackals is a is a more recent uh, venture for you. You're uh, you're a yeah. frontman in this one, and uh, you replaced uh, the previous guy. Yeah, I replaced Ben. He went to Samoa for a year. He's actually back now, so we might actually try it as a. Blood Brothers-esque dual vocal kind of thing. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, because he has a lower, kind of uh, more masculine sounding <laughs> yeah. uh, growl. So I think that would be kind of cool to try out. But yeah, it's been a real learning curve, like just um, being a vocalist, not having my guitar to hide behind. And um, also just like, I thought it'd be a sort of a cakewalk. I'm like, oh, I just get to be the rock star, dude. Like, I don't have to carry any amps. It's great. But it's like... The Matthias music ever, so it's, I have to concentrate so hard. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, Do I, I come in on the seventh or the seventh and a half? Yeah, it was like yeah, the, yeah ele- <laughs> eleven slash something something last beat time signature thing. I'm like, this is so much more hard work than singing and playing the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so I was um yeah, it's been good though. It's maybe uh, focus a lot more and sure count and sort of do that other side of the music thing where you're not just following your heart and belting it out. Yeah. So. And uh, Burlap is your band with uh, some friends of the show, Tom McEwen, yeah. and Hot Rod Houlihan, yeah. and uh, our old friend over there, Mr. Yeah. Max Eko, yeah. who cannot hear us. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we can see you, How did that band kind of start, and what, what kind of, uh, yeah, what, 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 was the, what was the game plan, the strategy for that one? Uh, they asked me to join a band that they wanted to start like this band years ago when I was yeah. living on the coast and I was like oh that sounds great you guys are awesome my friends but they were living in Parramatta I was living on the central coast so it just never right, yeah. happened and we're all living in close proximity now so um, yeah and it's sort of like lucked out it was quite nerve wracking actually having the first jams with them because uh, they're all really good musicians and have played in bands for years and you don't know whether it's going to work it's yeah. like oh we're all okay at what we do but does it gel it was quite easy and yeah. fun so it's been quite natural yeah who do you play with outside of Hanover now, Marty? So crab smash is an occasional thing. Yeah, yeah right. It's time to time. Uh, sometimes food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Origami Girls is also like we usually just play like once a year. Okay, tell me a bit about tell me a bit about them. Oh, that's with Jess Locke. Oh yes. Yeah, and uh, we're seven and a half, and we hate boys, and we love craft, and we make <laughs> songs about that. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like if Peaches was like yeah six and a half years old. Like it's, <laughs> funny and yeah. dancey and snowy. that's hilarious that sounds amazing started. like we lived together and we like i don't know oh that's right we went to see um cat power and for some reason oh, wow. after the cat power show like jess and i was like the first time we ever hung out hung out as friends like five six years ago yeah right we started singing this song i hate 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 and i'm singing about all the things we hate like and yeah then we started a band and every gig we made different costumes so it's quite like incredible. Had backing dancers. Had backing yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> have a Mr. Music. Yeah. And, um, so we'd just go to a show and then round up all the girls that we could find at the show and ask them to be our backing dancers. Go out the back, teach them a couple of moves. 
give them some outfits, bring them all on stage. It was quite, that's, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> quite a spectacle, seeing all these beautiful, beautiful women, like, you know. Just kind of know the moves, but kind of just, like, improvising. Yeah, yeah, just standing <laughs> there and leotards. And oh, I would pay through the nose to yeah. see that. This it's sounds a ver- amazing. It's a very special... Uh, yeah. I remember one art list, we had like 20-something backup dancers. Yeah. That's it was sick. Yes. Usually um, it's like two or three, but sometimes. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, God. There's an album of that now? Yeah. Yeah, actually, we just released it last week. Oh, it's fantastic. Been, yeah, we finished it in 2011, but, <laughs> but <laughs> it's been on our to-do waiting, list. Waiting for it to drop. <laughs> it's got a music that we make for ourselves, so we haven't really worried about releasing it. Oh, yeah, completely fair. Yeah. <laughs> so the Hannah Band record is Retirement, and it is out. Yes. In, in the world yes um, through uh, artist catharsis yep and less um, talk and less talk. talk yeah it, it genuinely is a fucking great record guys Thanks, I, I, I do I like I, I love the first record but it, it is a record that's completely surpassed the first one and I, I think that's important when you're yeah, kind like of developing that. as a band and you know you're you're writing more and you, you I guess at, at this point you guys know each other better than you ever have before and yeah. particularly in a songwriting uh, approach you know just yeah one-on-one you you know exactly what you want out of playing now yeah and i think that's really important like yeah like i said i think it's a fucking great record thank you i yeah i i'm we're both super stoked with how it turned out i think it sounds like sounds like the last record but like everything's sort of um done better (laughs) i don't know (laughs) we're we're tighter we've been playing together more we know each other musically more like you know um the recording style I like more. Just the whole process was more enjoyable. Yeah, and uh, you also have a split out with uh, with Jackals. Yep. Uh, with uh, with friends of the show, Vaka wears mystical mm-hmm. shirt. Uh, Chris wasn't sure how to pronounce you guys. He he, I think he went with. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's very uh, cult. Yeah. It's very cultish. I yeah. love it. <laughs> very uh, long sleeve tee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'd fucking wear that. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Uh, so we're going to wrap up, but before we do, uh, as customary with all of the people I speak with, I want to know the best and worst shows that you have ever played. Feel free to start on either or. We'll start with you, Marnie. The worst in our band. Well, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> is it now? I know okay. which one it is. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So there was a party on and Nathan had a few too many beers. It was my best friend's birthday. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm we totally He can beer if he wants to. I'm yeah, really yeah. angry about it. We were but, playing, um, it was the first time we played with Oslo, right? And okay. I was yeah. super fanboy crushing, as yeah. everyone does in Oslo. And I got really nervous and really drunk and got there and sort of made a fool of myself. And but I thought... I'm plugging his guitar. I thought, like... <laughs> They would just never speak to me again, but now they're like best buds. So it was, you know, I think if anything, it did a lot to boost our profile. <laughs> like, it had been. Sometimes it's a train wreck. Like, Sometimes. Yeah. I was just like playing drums, like, ah, this is the drum solo. Yeah. It's a drum solo gig. But yeah, it was, um, <laughs> gonna it was pretty embarrassing for me, but uh, it was a good, uh, like, thing to learn. Uh, best show easily would be our album launch this year. Yeah, um, totally. We handpicked all our friends to play everyone played amazing sets we had great female performers a good mixed bill um so many more people came than we thought would um we had weird merch and people liked it um people were singing along it was just a very surreal awesome thing that i never thought we'd we'd ever get that privilege of having so it was that was easily the best one fantastic 
Nathan, Marty, thank you guys so much for, for joining me and being on this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for talking to us. It's, oh, it's a pleasure to be all mine. Uh, all right. I think we'll uh, go lie in the grass and hang out with our friends now. Good Sounds good. Well. Let's go to the beach. And let's all go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Woo. All right. I'm Bye. David James Young, and all my friends are in Barbados. This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.